Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed the Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Who's from the haters? Point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs its process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah. Watch your head, yeah. We post a every game, yeah. Get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one. Let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if the bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause the bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to a bee. What's going on, everybody? This is the feed to Embiid, and I am your host, Austin Krell. I am going to tell you about the last two games, two nights of Sixers basketball a little bit, but I'm also going to do some damage control for the recent slump they've fallen into. This isn't going to be a long episode tonight. I'm just going to sort of calm everybody down, because it seems that as smart as this fan base is and as passionate as they are and as great as they are, we all tend to get a little bit irrational after losses. And I know I've been a, I've been a, a uh, you know, I, I've been guilty of this in the past, but I'm, as I've gotten older and I've, uh, I've had experiences, I'm kind of seeing things in a different light. And here's the way. I'm seeing things right now. First off, well, let me let, let me let me start off with this. They put up a shit performance on the defensive end against the Hawks last night. Um, it, it was close at the end, but they ultimately they ultimately missed I think 16 free throws and lost the game by eight. We were all going crazy then, and then it was our our our, our focus shifted to. Milwaukee coming to Philly tonight to play a game on national TV. You're all up for that, and it got off to a to a uh, a bit of a slow start compared to the last time they played Milwaukee. There's actually a fight between Eric Bledsoe. Uh, uh, Bledsoe shoved Embiid with a forearm, and Embiid threw the ball at him, and then Bledsoe threw it right back at him, and Embiid got a technical. Bledsoe got ejected. And uh, so you thought, you know, this this probably was going to be a win for the for the Sixers tonight, but the 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 Bucks just kept making shots. The Sixers actually played a really good first half on both sides. I thought they got back. They, you know, it looked like, looked like the Bucks were going to have, were, you know, were going to be pretty tough. Sixers ultimately fought back and took the two point lead into halftime. Um, both teams continued to make shots in the second half, but the Sixers couldn't just didn't execute on the on the defensive end with. In the closing minutes of the game, they were up by six, I think, in the last two minutes. The Bucks uh, took took uh, got mismatches with JJ Redick, and they scored easy points. 
and uh, in the last two minutes, and then there was one bad turnover by Embiid. Resulted in, in, in a fast break layup from Milwaukee, and Bucks went up four, and that sort of just completely deflated the Sixers. They lost tonight, one twenty-eight to one twenty-two, forty-nine and thirty-two games up on the Celtics and Pacers for the three seed with three games to play: two against Chicago, one against Miami. Chicago is tanking, so I think it should be two wins against the Bulls, and it should be. A tough game against Miami. Uh, Miami's fighting for a playoff spot. They're a half game back of Orlando for the A seed. Um, so they're going to fight for it. I don't know if they'll get it. Um, but if MB plays, it, it should be an interesting game. But the Sixers are 49 and 30 right now. They were 49 and 27. Um, or I should say 47 and 25, uh, I think, a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. And this whole slide really happened after they beat the Celtics. Um, and by, by, I think, five, three or five it was. And so it felt like their season, sort of their regular season, came to an end after that game. Got the monkey off their back. And they, you know, they, they, were, they, were, ready for, they were mentally ready for the playoffs after that game. And while it's a bad thing mentally, it's just sort of like, Look at the schedule. Look at what happened. Indiana faded because their schedule got tough, and they don't have they don't have enough personnel um, that are that is healthy that are healthy right now. Celtics have been have been abysmal all season, and they have been underperforming. And it is sort of like it's been it's been the Celtics and the Pacers duking it out for that for that four five seed to get the home court advantage in the first round. And the Sixers for two for a week week and a half were up three four games. With un, with under ten to play against those two teams, so that so Brett Brown saw that, Elton Brand saw that, and they said, okay, let's let's rest MB, get him as as good to go as as he as can be for the playoffs, and then the skid started a little bit, and then it started just started giving guys a night off here and there for maybe minor injuries, but injuries that they they could have played through without question, and then they started to slide a little bit. And now suddenly both Boston and Indiana are, are keeping up the pace and the Sixers, are, the losses are, are you know, are, uh, recently are piling up a little bit. Annoying losses, but losses nonetheless. Um, games that they should have won but didn't. And now this, they're up two games on on the Celtics and Pacers with, with three left. And folks, that's why I, I kept saying, don't rest don't rest. You rest when you have it clinched. Just put it away, and then you rest. I don't care what you do for the rest of the season. Just, just, just relax. Um, but summer, summer started too early, and now they have to secure the bag in the last three games. Do I think that they'll do it? I do think they're going to do it because I think Chicago is tanking, and why would you even? You know, it's 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 a perfect, perfectly losable for Chicago. It's a perfectly losable situation. You put out. A crap starting lineup. You get your butts kicked in, and then you know you go get you go raise your raise your uh, your your draft slot. Celtics and the Pacers play each other tomorrow night in a huge game for both teams. One game's gonna take one team. The winner of that game is gonna take a full game lead on, on the other for the four spot, and that'll probably really think the lineup where they all sit heading into um, heading into the heading into the final week. But 
the Sixers just got to win one game, I think, to lock up the 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 home court in the first round. They got to just lock. They got to win one game. And to be honest, I don't care who they play in the first round. Well, I hope it's not the Celtics, but I I don't I don't think that they're gonna. I do not think there will be a situation where they play the Celtics. I don't think Indiana is gonna beat Boston tomorrow, um, and I don't think that even if they do, I don't think the Sixers lose two anyway to get into that four seed situation. So whoever they play in the first round, whether it be uh, Detroit, Brooklyn, Indiana. And I, I think Indiana is the least likely matchup. I do because I, I just don't see them falling. I don't think the Pacers rising. I, I think it's going to be Detroit, most likely. The most likely scenario is either Detroit or Brooklyn. They're going to win that series in four or five, <clears throat> and they're going to play Toronto or Milwaukee. It's very likely they, they play Milwaukee, uh, Toronto, second round because. Obviously, they can't they can't move up at all. I mean, the, the, they're set, trying to rather seven games up with 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 three to play. So they're they're going to play. They're, they're not going to be the two seed. They're going to be the three seed, the Sixers. So it's going to be Toronto no matter what in the second round. Um, and they're going to have to they're going to have to fight for a, a, through a tough series there. They're going to have to. It's going to be a very difficult second round series. We'll see who the better team is. We'll see who the better coach is. But what I've noticed in this fan base is, and I and I already said this, as passionate as we are, as smart as we are, we go batshit crazy when they lose one game. Tonight, Twitter was exploding with, with absolute ridiculous negativity. Oh my God, they're going to blow it. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. Just relax. Embiid rested for a whole week. Was rusty as hell and still got 34, 13, and and something. And you got a triple double, 34 points tonight. You had no Jimmy Butler tonight. Your bench still sucks, and that's gonna suck. That's just the way this team's built right now. That's how it's gonna be. There is no reason to worry because there's so many variables at stake here that were avoidable. And A, and that, no, that's just A. And B, it isn't a talent disparity. It's just that it's just the fact that you had guys who were missing time, and, and they the starting lineup only played eleven games together. Whether whether now whether they're ready for the playoffs or not, together remains to be seen. My guess is that they aren't, and it's gonna and if they advance, it's gonna be ugly, um, and it's gonna be a talent based thing if they if they get past second round. I don't know if they're good enough. I don't know. But we'll see. But I am worried about their defense. The defense in the second half was bad. It was great in the first half. But again, I, I'm cert- I, I think they're still searching for that to re- relocate that sense of urgency that I think they will find in the next couple days before the playoffs begin. I think that Brett Brown's going to say, "Okay, let's get our shit together. It, it's it's not cute anymore. We can't. You know, we we're not good enough to just t- just coast anymore. Let's get it together." Let's, let's buckle in. Let's get our heads out of our asses and, and, and finish this thing strong. And I I think they finished 50 
one and thirty-one. So it'll be a step back from last year, but but not really a step back because they they should have been better. They just they just decided to coast because of this of the situation in the standings. But Embiid's not going to miss time in the playoffs. He's not. You're going to have Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. You're going to have a shorter rotation in the playoffs. I just don't see a reason to worry about this team. I I really don't. That they have a first-time All-Star in Ben Simmons, a two-time All-Star in Embiid, a five-time in 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 um, Jimmy. Tobias Harris was a snub this year. Reddick's one of the is having a career year and at age 34. Their fifth leading scorer is Ben Simmons at 17 points a game. They're going to be fine. And while defense is obviously the main concern, they've shown at times that they can play great defense. My worry remains to be making things gel in time. And I don't think they can make it gel perfectly in time. It's unfortunate. If they, and if they had all played more games together, it would have been better, but that's what it is right now. But let's keep things in perspective. Three years ago, they won 10 games. They've won, they won 52 last year. At best, they're going to win 52 again this year. But keep in mind that they won 16 in a row to end the season to get to, to get to that point. They completely overachieved last year. They got to the second round. They completely overachieved. And that set our expectations for this year. The reality is that they should have been an eight, six to eight seed last year, a 500 team, and they should have gone down quietly in the first round series. But it should have been a stepping. It should have been a, a big step in the right direction because they got to the playoffs last year. They, they completely overstepped it, and now this year we expected them to be this unbelievable uh, powerhouse with Jimmy Butler and, and and Tobias Harris. This year should have been next year. And last year should have been this year. It should have been a 52-win team this year. Or it should, it should, it should have been a 42-43 win team last year, a 50-win team this year. And then next year is the year where you you go crazy and, 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 and you really come, you had your coming out party where everything starts going, starts clicking. So let's keep that in perspective. They still have three games left to figure this this thing out. They're not going to figure it out perfectly, but they do have time to make progress. You play every other day in the playoffs, and you have really a, what should be a gimme best-of-seven-game series in the first round. So before things actually matter, you have really about uh, seven games that at least – um, ten at most. I think they're going to be okay. I don't know what the second round series holds. I don't know who they're going to face. All I care about is that a they finish ahead of the Celtics because no matter what, that ensures that they're going to have home court advantage in a series against the Celtics, and b that they actually get home court advantage. Those are the two main things that I'm concerned about. And you play at Chicago on Saturday, Tuesday 
at Miami and then Chicago at home on Wednesday. And then the playoffs begin Saturday. I think they're going to win at least two of those games. Ideally, they win three, and we walk into the playoffs, and we're all happy, and, and they're coasting and whatever, and, and you know, they're making it look easy against bad teams. But ideally, they'll, they'll, win, they'll win two of the three, and then you know, and we'll go in that way. But at least we'll go in knowing that Embiid is fairly arrested, ready to go. Because with the way this team, the way this roster was, was constructed at the beginning of the year, you had to play Embiid 40 minutes again to have, to have a chance because Butler wasn't getting it done um, after that brief honeymoon period. And let's be honest here. Would you rather have a great elite defense that you can win most games on any given night, but you don't have the talent because you're starting Rocco and, and, and Dario Saric, um, and, and you don't have enough talent to win in a seven-game series against the top two teams? Or would you – but, you're, hey, hey, your defense is great on a game game basis, but you don't have enough talent to beat the top two teams. Or would you rather have Butler, Harris, and have a shaky defense but have enough talent to get it done? I think these guys have fairly defined roles. Ben is the floor general and beats the, the superstar. Butler is the killer, and Tobias is the shooter. They have clearly defined roles. I uh, I think to an extent they have, they have good they have well defined roles. I think you have to give Rep Brown a fair chance at this at this job, and I don't think he's had a fair chance at all. He had to be the GM of the team for half for 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 a half of the summer because the other GM decided to put trade secrets online. And then they hired a GM beginning of the year, and they traded away uh, two starters for Butler, and then a starter and two rotation players for for Harris. He's had no continuity. He had to juggle Markel Fultz, had to juggle Embiid's playing time to keep him healthy. Next year, with a full, hopefully two re-signed uh, wings in Butler and and and, and uh, Harris. And then with the revamp bench, hopefully he's back next year. And then we're going to see what he's capable, capable of. And if it's the same story, then, then, then you got a problem. you got to look for a new coach. But I think that this team is just forming. I think that they haven't even come close to what they can be yet. They haven't had a full summer together. They haven't had a full – they've barely had any practices together. They're learning each other on the fly here. Full summer together, full training camp together, time to get to know each other better. And assuming they all both come back, I think they're going to be just fine. Not a whole lot of game recap tonight. I apologize for that. But I thought it was more important to talk about the state of the team after these couple uh, annoying losses. I thought it was more important than just going over another game recap. I lost to the Bucks. Giannis had 45 for whatever he had and beat at 34. Same old story, um, but they play again on Saturday in Chicago, and then they wrap up with a back-to-back on Tuesday, Wednesday at Miami, and then home versus Chicago. Um, I'm not sure exactly when the next pod's going to be out. Um, 
I'm I'm deciding between you know doing continuing the post game show for the last couple, or doing it for the playoffs. Um, I we I I think for right now we'll just we're, we're going to leave it at. We'll see you next time. Um, as always, do you like shotgunning beer? Do you want to increase your shotgun time at parties? Check out my boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. There's also a tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is public with a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code TRESTACOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The feed to him be in its name are protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction distribution without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the feed to him be 2019. Sisters lose it tonight and last night. Last night, 122 to 114. Tonight, 128 to 122. Back in action on Saturday versus the Bulls. And we will see you next time for another episode of the feed to Embiid. As always, you can find me on Twitter Capital A, capital K, A Krell underscore sports. Um, as always, please remember uh, to sus- subscribe, uh, leave a five star rating, and a, and a and a nice review. We pre- I appreciate it. Um, we'll see you next time on the feed to Embiid.